0: He is a great God. He's a wonderful God. I'm excited tonight to have an anointed man of God that's going to bring the word to us tonight. I am so proud of him. I have watched him grow up, and uh, I knew him uh, when he was just a little tad. And uh, now he's taller, better looking, and a skinnier, and a, and a great preacher. And, and I love him. I'm, I'm thankful for what God is doing in his life. He has a sensitivity to the presence of God. And we want Brother Zane Parker to come and preach the Word of God. How many is going to get with Brother Zane Parker God bless you.
1: Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm so thankful to, to be in this place today and to have the opportunity to speak. And um, tonight I'm also thankful for the the technology that we have and you all being able to see me here but me also be able to to see you that's a joke um tonight i'm just making sure you're listening but in all seriousness tonight i i'm excited to be able to bring the word and i feel like the lord has laid something on my heart but First and foremost, I want to say thank you to Pastor Grogan for the opportunity. And I, and I am glad and I do take it an honor to be here today. But my text is going to be out of Luke chapter 2, verse number 7. And my title tonight is going to be Making Room for Jesus. Making Room for Jesus. Luke chapter 2, verse Number seven says, And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. I find it ironic that Whenever Jesus, the Savior of the world, the Messiah, the one that was prophesied in Isaiah, the Jews knew that He was coming. They knew many of the details of His coming. They knew the place where He was going to be born. They, they knew when He was coming and they were all preparing. And, and I can imagine the Jewish conversation that went on when the Messiah was brought up. That He is coming and He is near. I, I imagine what they went through, the, the things that, that they said to each other and that the Messiah is coming. Yes. And yet we find in this situation and we find in this place that Jesus is coming. And Jesus is to be born the Savior of the world, the Messiah that was prophesied over. And, and all of these things are prophesied and yet the only thing that I find not prophesied is that there was not place for him yeah. in the end. All of the things were set up for him to come. Every, everything, every prophecy, and yet the Savior of the world is born, and there is not place for him in the end. The word "end" is mentioned twice in the New Testament, and and in the other, it is in Luke chapter ten, verse number thirty-four, or in the story of the Good Samaritan. And in Luke chapter ten, verse thirty-four, it says he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring in oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. In this story, we find a beautiful depiction in parallel to Jesus Christ. This is a type and shadow of of Jesus, and the story is being told as a parable. And we find this beautiful story of a man who looks and he sees a man who's, who's all broken and he's bruised and, he, and he's in a ditch. And, and this man looks over and he sees that this man is in need. And he looks and, and he says, I'm going to help that man. so this verse talks about how he went and he bandaged his wounds, pouring oil and wine on him and giving him everything that he needed. And he put him on his donkey and he brought him To an end, and took care of him. and In this time, in in this Jewish time, there was there was much prophecy of Jesus. Like I said, even John says, "I baptized with water." John replied, but among you stands one that you do not know. Even when Jesus was in their midst, they did not realize who was near them. Oh, I never want to get to a place where I don't realize that Jesus is near me. I want to know and I want to make room for him in the end. I want to be prepared in this time of, ter- of turmoil and struggle. There, there's much going on in our world. And I think above anything else, what we need is to make room for Jesus in our lives. I wonder if someone today could make a commitment that I am going to make room for Jesus. I can think back to many times in my life and I can, I can look back in, on, on my testimony and where God brought me from and, and, and the stages that He's brought me from. How many of you have been through stages? I think all of us can, can tell you of different parts in our life where Jesus has spoken something to us. And, and sometimes we, we may have made more room for Him than others. But I remember a time in my life where I made up in my mind that I was going to make room for Jesus. And I was in Bible college, and I, I had heard a message that provoked me to get up early for prayer Morning after morning, morning after morning, I, I made my mind up that I was going to make a time for Jesus. And in, in, in spite of, of my 8 a.m. schedule that, that I had to be at class or my job that I worked all day long, I made up in my mind that, the, that what was most important for me was that I made room for Jesus In my life. So so I started on my journey and and I began to get up and, and I felt directly led to start making room for Him. And it was like almost instantaneously, whenever I started this prayer walk, whenever I started this morning prayer, that things began to happen. I began to feel things that I had never felt before, and it was all because. I made room for Jesus. I remember one time in particular in that period of my life, I remember stepping into a, a prayer service and, and a man was, was shaking his arm. And, and he looks over at me and he says, I believe that if you'll pray for me that my arm will be healed. And he had had a torn rotator's cuff and, and I walked over to that man and I laid my hand on his shoulder and I said, In the name of Jesus, Be healed. And the man began to shake his arm. And he said, my arm is healed. But because I made room for Jesus in my life, it was not on my own accord that that man was healed, but because I made room for the man that he was healed. Whenever you begin to make room for Jesus in your life, things will begin to happen. The story of Elisha and the widow in 2 Kings chapter 4. Verse number one says, A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord. And the Creator is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. So Elisha said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, Your maiden servant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Then he said, Go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons, then shall pour out these vessels and set aside the other full ones. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her, and she poured it out. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full, that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, go sell the oil and pay the debt. And you and your sons live on the rest. In this story, we have another, another parallel to a woman who, who seemingly had nothing. And she's talking to a man of God and she says, I I don't have anything. I have yet a bottle of oil. I have yet a bottle of oil. And this man of God looks at this bottle of oil and and he sees and he hears from the Lord that something could come out of that nothing. So I think many times in our own personal lives, we look into a situation and say, God, what do I have to offer? God, what do I have to bring to the table, God? I don't, I don't, know, I don't know what to do. And, and we conceptualize in our mind that we're not worthy of His presence, that we're not worthy of His goodness, and yet God is just looking for a vessel to make room him. In this story, we find her saying, I'm not worthy. I don't have enough. I don't have the things that I should have. And yet the man of God looked at her and said, if you will provide the room for the oil, God will provide the rest. So I wonder if someone tonight could make up in their mind, I want to be a vessel. I want to be used by you, Lord. God, I don't care about anything in this world. It all passes away. But Lord, I want to be ready in This time, the Lord is coming soon. The Lord is coming soon. That story that I told you at the beginning, I want to be ready and I want to have a place for Jesus when He comes. In this turmoil of this world, you do not have the time to play around. You do not have the time to mess with the things of this world because Jesus is coming soon. I wonder if someone in your home right now could just make a place of prayer and lift your hands and say, God, I know I haven't been doing it the way that I'm supposed to, but Lord, I want to make room for you. God, I'm not letting any time pass me by because I'm making up in my mind that right now I am going to make a place for you. Second Chronicles 7.14, Pastor quoted it earlier, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their land, their sin and heal their land. I'm going to read that last part again. And will forgive their sin and heal their land. I believe that we're living in a land that needs to be healed. And I believe that above anything else that the Lord is calling this church and these people to a place of prayer. How many of you believe that things happen when you begin to pray? I feel faith in this place today. And I feel that something is happening in this church. That something is on the verge of happening right now. And, and if you will just be ready and you will prepare a place for Jesus to come. That he is going to release a supernatural anointing of his power and of his spirit that is going to go beyond what you can think. That's going to be go, it's going to go beyond what you think is just a vessel. And it's going to multiply it tenfold. Because what you think you have in your eyes is nothing but it, God looks at your vessel and he says I can make something out of your brokenness and I can make it into something beautiful. I wonder if someone could just lift their hands right now and say God take my broken vessel, take what I am, take what I'm not Lord and make me into something beautiful God because I know that on my own when I try it on my own I don't make it but with you God I am strong if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then will I hear from heaven I feel faith in this room I feel faith in this room. I want to prophesy a revival that's coming. I'm sick and tired of the, of the idea that people talk about, that revival is coming. I want to decree to you today that revival is right here and revival is right now and that the Lord is on the move, that the Lord is on the move and He wants you to make room for Him. If we as a church today could grasp the idea of making room, for Jesus then will we hear from heaven tonight I want you to get your faith and lift it through the roof because the Lord wants to do something today the Lord wants to do something in your life I wonder if there's anyone that needs healing tonight if you would just lift your hands I feel faith in this place the Lord is here the Lord is here I wonder if someone could grasp that faith that is in this room In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, the Lord wants to use you today. Pastor can't do it all alone. Pastor can't do it by himself. He's looking for someone who says, I don't have much. I don't have much. But the Lord isn't asking for a lot. He's asking for you to come as you are. He's asking for you to bring your broken pieces. He knows what you've been through. He knows the things that you've done. He knows that you haven't always had it all together. He knows maybe that you weren't born in this. Maybe He knows that you haven't always done the right thing or made the right choice. He knows, He knows, He knows, but He's calling you to a place of repentance. That verse that I quoted, if my people who are called by my name, I believe that that verse is a call to repentance. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. God, I know I haven't done it right. God, I know I haven't always had my mind made up on this, but Lord, I'm going to repent right now. I wonder if right now, if if all of us in your household, if, if you're with your family, if you could just make a place of prayer, If you could just say, God, I'm sorry of the things that I've done. I'm sorry of the way that I've treated you, Lord. I know that I'm supposed to do the right thing. I know I'm not supposed to sin, but right now, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the way that I've been. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, then will we hear from heaven. John chapter 21 The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus had asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus then said, feed my sheep. Verily, verily, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the death by which Simon Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. Jesus' last decree to one of his most loved disciples was feed my sheep and follow me. I wonder if we could catch that word today. One of the last words that Jesus spoke to his disciples was feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. Yes, a relationship with Jesus Christ is important. Yes, we need to cultivate our own walk with Jesus and, and make room for Him. But I believe one of the most crucial things in making room for Jesus is not only making room for Jesus in your life, but, but it's allowing yourself to be used by the Spirit to, to lead others to Christ. Feed my sheep and follow me. I believe today that this church is going to be supernatural in their appeal to this city. Because I believe that people are going to watch what you guys are going through. And that people are going to want what you have. The Holy Ghost is contagious. And I believe that when people see, Acts 1 and 8 says, And you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. When people see what you have. When people see that blind eyes are healed. When people see that shoulders can be put back together. I believe that people are going to want to see more than just the typical church. We have something. We have truth. And truth is going to lead us. I I saw an article today. Or, or an interview rather from CNN, where where an NFL player was was talking about what this world needs. And he began to speak, and he began to say, "I, I know that there there is much going on right now. I know that that this this riots and and all of this stuff is crazy, but." But I believe uh, we're on the verge of realizing what we actually need. I know that people are rioting and that there's so much that's out of our control. But I I, I come to realize something and and I wanted to share it with you. And, And I believe that what this world needs is Jesus and they need to repent. And I believe that sin is what has crept into the heart of this people. And that that is what leads them to do the things that they're doing. And all of a sudden this interview cut out. Some of this social media and some of what this world has to offer doesn't want what we have to offer. And they'll do anything within their power to block what God wants for the people. So it's up to us today to say, God, I'm making room for you. And God, part of making room for you is me witnessing to others. And what I'm doing right now, God, is cultivating my relationship with you so that others can see you through me. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. God isn't looking for you to be perfect. I'm coming to a close tonight. But God is calling us to prayer. God is calling us to a deeper relationship with Him. Oh, I feel faith in this house. God is calling us to something more than our our typical walk with God. God is calling us to something supernatural. God is calling us to to receive power from on high. God is calling us to see things that have never been done before. I want someone tonight to catch that vision. God, I don't want church as usual, but Lord, I want to see your spirit move. I want to see your people reach. God, I want to feed your sheep, and I want to follow you. The Spirit is here tonight, if you would listen. The Spirit is here tonight, if you would listen. I wonder if someone could just make up in their mind tonight that they're going to receive something from God because the Lord is speaking in this place. If you don't receive a word tonight, it's on you because the Lord is speaking right now. The Spirit is open to what you need. In Jesus' name. If my people who are called by my name Will humble themselves and pray and seek my face And turn from their wicked ways Then will I hear from heaven And will forgive their sin and heal their land Lord move in this house tonight God move in this place tonight God we long for your spirit and we long for your move God Lord we love you in this place God Lord we're making room for you God we're making room for you Hallelujah Yoraboya Shakoria Yoraboya Shakoria Hallelujah Hallelujah Hallelujah. I wonder if someone could worship him. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Speak to us in this place.
0: Hallelujah.
1: two, so you don't feel, can't live.
0: Hallelujah, hallelujah. What a powerful word that we heard tonight. It's just making room. We need to learn to disconnect from the world's devices and connect with heaven's devices. If we will do our part, God will do the rest. Because here's the cool part. I can't control anything but me. I like to control others, but I can't. I like to control the world, but I can't. I like to control those people that do me wrong, but I can't. I can only control me. And so I've made up my mind. I will not lose sleep. I will not stress. I will not worry. I will not have an anxiety attack. I'm going to make room in my life for God. I'm going to spend time in prayer. Because when I start praying, the Bible says the Spirit knows what to pray for. Sometimes we pray and our prayers are amiss. a midst. But when we start being led by the Spirit and we're praying in the Spirit, God begins to fight our battles. Don't pick up a stone. Don't pick up a sword. But pick up prayer. Pick up the word of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And guess what? I read the back of the book and we win. And the way we win is we begin to seek him. Seek ye first. The kingdom of God. You say, well, I don't have a lot to offer. I just have a few fish and a few loaves. That's all God needs. He'll feed thousands upon what you think you have. God took ignorant fishermen, ignorant fishermen to confound the wise. Guess what? God believes in you. I'm not calling you ignorant, but God believes in you. And He can raise you up and give you ability and talent that you never thought you had. He'll give you wisdom beyond your own understanding. And if you'll become like Paul, said, Paul said, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Thank you, Brother Parkey. What an incredible message. This is a message we're going to take with us. We're going to make room for God in Jesus' name. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your touch. God, we're praying that you'd go with us. And God, we begin to pray that you would take control. As we can't do it, but God, you can. The power and the authority of the name of Jesus. Bless your people. We'll give you praise in Jesus' name. Don't forget about the prayer walk. Don't.